Last Sunday of 2020, y'all. Yes, it's good to be here. <laughs> yes, it is. Hallelujah. We just uh, had, like, it was crazy. We, <laughs> we always listen, um, usually to worship. There were yeah. a few Christmas carols that snuck in. Yeah, yeah this month, but yeah. We always have worship going. Sometimes Van Halen. Um, <laughs> that's in your head. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, before church starts. And wow. this morning, it is, it's so... The Spirit of God is so thick in this house so right now that we were like, how are we going to transition to being like all smiley? Because it's just the weight of the Spirit, the Spirit of God is so here. And I know that it's because of um, how he wants to commune with you today. So yeah. thank you for joining us. You know, what this, the song we were just singing is, uh, all, all, all the praise belongs to you because you are holy, Lord of all. And um, I know that we, we, we need to be reminded of that. Like all the praise um, yes. belongs to him, uh, not not because things are good, but because he's good. He good. N- not because my circumstance is always uh, the best, but because he is the best, mm-hmm. um, and truly he he is Lord of all. And I, if if we can take something into twenty twenty one with us, uh, that belief to not just belief, because I, I think that sometimes, and we'll talk a little bit about this today, but. Our beliefs are one thing, kind of our faith is another another thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I think we believe that God is good. I, we believe yeah. Yeah. He wants to work <laughs> things out for our. But but, yeah. but we don't always we don't always translate that into faith. But if we can if we can really get that inside of us uh, that our God, um, He's Lord of all. He's Lord of all, and uh, our hope isn't in um, a government. Our hope isn't in yeah. our rights. Our hope isn't in. Our bank account, our hope yeah. isn't in our education, our hope isn't in yeah. uh, anything. Our hope is in Jesus. It yeah. really, really is, and He's a person. This, so this morning when we were when we were worshiping, because we had worship on, and then yeah. we began to worship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, you know, we we have our there's, little routines that we do yeah. <laughs> before getting ready and getting our my, our mind straight, our thoughts straight about we want to share how we want to share it. We how well, but then just worship came into the room, and I it was it was such an an odd thing because I at first of all I had a picture of us worshiping in the new sanctuary and for those of you who don't know um the platform is now going to be in the center of the room around and around um so that we're going to be able to see one another worshiping and be it's unbelievable far more communal um and there's a lot of reasons for all those things keeping that word and the worship in the center of everything. But I saw it for the first time, and I know so many of us have been yearning to um, worship together again, right? Well, this is, you know, I yeah. just I miss worshiping together, I miss worshiping together, I miss worshiping together. And we say it, and we hear that often. Wow. But this morning was the first time in my selfish humanity <laughs> that I realized that I was like, wow, I miss God getting that kind of, of focused praise yes. from us. That anthem. Yeah, it was totally. It was like not like what I miss because I think a lot of us are, um, are, yeah, well, are missing yeah, are yeah, missing stuff up, and yeah. it's good stuff. And yeah, we were like, yeah, yeah I miss yeah. church, but I I had a sense of him missing, yeah, um, that focused worship on the, that we offer as a community, and it gave me a lot of stirring and hope that. Um, that that'll that's not too far off. So yeah. anyway, we just we're, we're instead of trying to minister this morning, despite the 
the book yeah, of the Spirit of God you know on us. On, we're right? thankful that yeah. it is here. Yeah, absolutely. That's the place from which we're going to minister. You know, the worship changes. And, and we're, we're, well, I know we're going to yeah, get yeah. But I mean, uh, and we say this a lot. Worship changes things. Worship changes the environment. Worship changes who we are. But I love the, the fact. And we have, we have a friend who uh, you would never think is, uh, you know, by by his stature, right. like a worship, you know, worship be the right. thing. But he sends us worship stuff all the time, right? And it's always so encouraging. Yes, but but what I love about you is what you just said. So often, even in my own walk, I love worship because I feel the presence of God in it. Right. And that's the beauty, right? The Word of God tells us that He he's made, so good. He, he inhabits the praise of His people. Yeah, 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 yeah. He dances over us. The Bible says there's all these beautiful things. There's such a power, right? And because I know that's that's what most of us are missing right now. We're really missing this feeling of corporate worship and what happens when we're all together and uh, and the environment in the room, not just the music or the lights or whatever else, but the 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 intangible thing you can't even put your finger on, which is Jesus. It's it's really the presence of God. But what you said is so powerful. It's it's really what God is missing. Mm-hmm. Now He's whole and He's complete. It's not that He's missing something yeah. from who He right, is. Correct. Yeah. He is longing for. Yeah. And that's what we sometimes miss in worship because we'll walk away and go, "Wow, I love that set. Yeah. That set was awesome." Or yeah. I love that new album, right? Maverick, I think, just dropped yeah. back. just dropped a new Christmas album, and that's we, all we out there. We assess worship based on what our takeaway was on it. And Correct. this morning, I was, uh, without like trying to be, I just became very aware of what worship means to Jesus, what it means to the Father's heart, what it releases um, in the Holy Spirit, who He already is, but how it, how He expresses Himself to us. And I think that if we can walk into this next year yeah. having more yeah, of a yes. focus on what our walks with God, yes. how our walks with God benefit Him instead of how they benefit us, yes. what they contribute to the whole of the family of Christ instead of what is, has been contributed to us as a family member of Christ yes. on a Sunday, in a service, whatever, then we're going to become different people who are building into him and building into others instead of awaiting to be built into and assessing our takeaway as if something was successful or not. Yeah, I, I love that you just said that because I, 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 I read something um, in, in my time this week. Um, an older theologian had, was talking about how somewhere along the way the church began to believe. They believed in God. They loved Jesus. Mm-hmm. right? They, they recognized the Holy Spirit. But God wasn't doing what they wanted him to do fast enough, mm. um, big enough, right, uh, in, in the way that they wanted him to do it. So somewhere, somewhere along the way, the church began to see themselves um, as the vehicle in which... <laughs> help me. That, exactly. <laughs> had to help God do. <laughs> I, mean, mm-hmm. I know you have, you have good intentions, God. Let right. me actually become the one then that yeah. that, that does that. And, and instead of being the, the one that is the... that whose life and actions bring worship to God, mm-hmm. we became we became somewhere along the way, we became church-centric. Yeah, totally church-centric. We became centric. church-centric, And that's what you and I have been trying to, like, there's been something, if, if, if this is, by the way, if you're a guest today, I'm Kyle, this is Danielle, we're so glad that you're here today, um, and, and we are really happy, to, and we love to get to hear from you. Uh, check out our Linktree app, I know, uh, uh, it's up there. We love to get to hear from you, and and, and all, and, and really, because your story means something to us. Um, 
and we really mean that. But why I just said that is because for some people who uh, for, who have been at Connect Church for a while, you've been hearing a struggle this year. In this, it, not because of the pandemic, but because of what the pandemic has stirred in us, mm-hmm. what it has revealed in us, what we relied on, what we have, uh, and we're going to talk. I'll talk about that in a second too. Or what, what kind of we've been distracted by, yes. and 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 actually patted on the back for, right? Yes. And, and validated yes. by, um, and and instead of actually coming back to what it really is, I know I'm hitting my foot. Uh, she gave me the look. <laughs> Because I do this, because I get excited, I'm sitting down. And if you know me, I can't sit down. So um, pray for a brother. Uh, but I do love the, I think that's what it is. It's it's like, I got, I love the bride. I love the bride. I love church. I love having church. I love being in church. I love being the church. But somewhere along the way, the thing that, that, that God has really been purging out of me and us, and I hope in our church, is that this whole gig isn't about being church-centric. The church, the God isn't here to serve the church. The church is here to worship and serve our God. Yeah, I mean that. That's what it's. It's not. And what what God? How how great our God is is that He loves us so much. He'll never be outgiven. That's yeah. the, see, that's the thing. Yeah. Like we, it's not I give to get yeah. or I or I serve because it's just sowing and I reap. No, those principles are in place because He loves us. Yeah. We sow or we give or we or we love or we worship. Because he's worthy of worship. He's worthy of being given to. He's worthy of us sowing our life into his glory for nothing else other than he's worthy. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think I'm hoping we, ch- we, we, we can change that in 2021. I think for church too, well, something that we talk about maybe daily is that, you know, when the, when the pandemic came and we had to adjust how we are the church, not how we have church. Correct. But that was Reach. the first thing. What we yep. started to say: How are we going to have church, right? And we and and just because of we get you what what you believe. And our team right now is going, uh huh. <laughs> what, what what you believe it's, it's comes not, out of you, like yeah. well, how are we going to have church instead of what is a new way we can be the church yeah. even in this, you know, these crazy moments. And so what started happening is is that God started to pull away things that we thought the church had to have meaning the service had to have um and so as we've made our way through these months and what has risen to the top has been depth of word yes and um depth of his wisdom and real focus on that what we have been talking about is that when we do go back into a physical building to continue to be the church Things that we have learned to be without are not going to suddenly be things we add back in because now we can. Correct. So it's not like, whew, we made it through and now everything can finally go back to normal because the church has changed. The church service will thus see, look yeah, different. Yeah, yes, but correct. the church has changed. It's kind of like um, realizing that your role in a wedding party has has um has has increased that's correct <laughs> you know what i mean you from being a, a bridesmaid to being the maid of honor exactly yeah. right and so what we uh hope that you're 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 pre- being prepared for too is that when we go back into church there will be things that we said maybe were centric that became more um produced for lack of better word that that same thing that matters to god will still be that there but yeah. it will be yeah. in a pure form, sure. I think, yeah, that, I that God has been purging so much out of his church. 
capital C. Agreed. That we would be remiss to go back into having church services and they look exactly the same. Yeah. And so the weight of God's word in, and the weight of his presence, the weight of his the spirit of God, all of those things are going to be what remains. And I think that, you know, a lot of times we talk about in a fire. Yeah, what remains. What remains. Yeah. And that's always been something that's yeah. been an, an echoing title in me is what remains. And we've learned. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember? I didn't mean to come. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, um, uh, I, I love no, no, Notre Dame Cathedral. I, I've had a chance to be there a few times mm-hmm. before the fire. And do you remember you, um, at the end of the fire, one of the things that remained on the altar was that gold cross mm-hmm. and everything else was ash. Yeah. And that, that image is stuck in my head that that really, <laughs> like, if that's all, that's the thing that should be central and remain. Yeah. And if that's what's remaining in us this year, yeah. it's, it's going to be pure. Um, yeah. Because not only is the ground level at the foot of the cross, but the only way that we can know how to love uh, God, love each other, love our neighbor as ourself is, is when that's central. Yeah. Um, you, you had talked about the church being different. And uh, we just had a we had our uh, very merry connect Christmas Eve 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 <laughs> Eve four, uh, and so thankful for everybody who came out. Yeah. But that people got to see that it's yeah, different and little sneak peeks. Little sneak peeks <laughs> and, and and trust us, guys, we are a lot closer today. Uh, we're we're running behind schedule just as everybody is. I think now in construction, um, just because we've had the they everyone has to navigate this thing, um, but man, I loved it. It was so good to see everybody yeah, and right. to hear people coming out. Really encouraged. Yeah, yeah. I think that, you know, sometimes when you're trying to make your way through something, you can you can forget where you're going. Yeah. Because you're just trying to survive in the getting through the thing. Correct. And I think that it did uh, a lot of good to a lot of people's hearts to say, like, oh, my goodness. You know, sometimes you forget what's still standing. Correct. And, Correct. Um, and he's Correct. still standing. So thank you. For those of you who joined us thank uh, you. for that. And for that everybody who couldn't, yeah. well, you know, thank you. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was awesome. And we're... Well, uh, hopefully, um, the next tour will be the opening tour. <laughs> yeah. um, I was so. like, oh, no. We're no, <laughs> no hopefully, the next one will be opening. And, uh, yeah, keep praying for us. Um, you know, the, the, I said to a lot of people at the tour, um, the, the kind of the state where it, it took us a long time to get to where it is right now, but where it is right now enables things to go quicker. Like, yeah, like this yeah, is where it becomes about, multiplied. Yeah. So, And I want to tell you, oh, shout out to my wife, man. The decorations even at the tour crazy d i cannot i i cannot our our youth room is filled with furniture right and and and, and the offices are filled with furniture and you have no church you have no idea what's coming but if all we have is new furniture and all we have is a new stage and all we have is new skylights and new paint on the wall we will have missed what god was trying to do in this pandemic yes because it is a new fire Mm -hmm. Amen. Connect Church. There's got to be a new fire. A new. We have to be w- ready to make love known. Yes. Make love known. Make our love known mm-hmm. for God unabashedly. What does David say? I will. I, when 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 his wife gets all angry with him for worshiping the way that he worship. Mm-hmm. Ah, man, I could be more even more undignified mm-hmm. than this. Why? Because I'm going to make my love for God known. I'm going to make my mm-hmm. love for people known of every race, of every color, of every gender, of every lifestyle, of every side of a socioeconomic circle. I'm going to make my love known to people. I'm going to make my love known to our community around us. No matter where that campus is, no matter where Connect Church resides, we're going to make 
love known to people. There's things God's birthed in us. People have been asking us about some things. Man, God is birthing some things. You think the you think the, the sanctuary rebuild is the only thing that's going to happen in 2021? You're missing it. I'm here to tell you. God is about to do something, I believe, powerful to make love known to people. So anyway, Deep, we, I know we got to, like, we're already, we're already, we're already in, in it. it. But uh, let me just, uh, why don't we pray? Can you just yeah, pray and yeah. then we're going to hop in real quick. Spirit of God, I thank you so much that you, when you come in the midst of us, I thank you that you turn our chins toward you. Yes, Lord. And you call our attention to the mm-hmm. things that thank are Jesus. yet seen. Um, you help us to see things, God, that are true in you but not yet seen in this world. And we need to be people who can see the things of the Spirit and hear the things of the Spirit. We need to be people who know the things that matter to your heart. And Father, I pray that today the word that we have to share would help people become uh, people whose ear can hear your voice, whose mm. heart can translate the depths of things, and that people's minds, bodies, everything would be fully aligned with who you are, God. Yes, Lord, fully aligned. We are so used to being aligned mm. with our own thoughts and our own selves and our own desires, our own emotions. And God, I pray that today would be a distinctive turning mm. towards us being aligned with who you are and that you would call us to attention today mm. and that you would stir immense hope in people, God, that this is something that maybe. 45 minutes earlier, they didn't think that they could be this type of (laughs) person at the end. They're like, oh, I can, I can, I can be this kind of son. I can be this kind of daughter. And God, I pray that that's how you use us, that we would speak to your sons and your daughters today and that you would give us the language of a father in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, guys, uh, I know you have your Bibles uh, on the app oh, or laying out in front of you. That was good. You have them. I know you them. have them. I know you have your Bibles, uh, no matter what form they're in. Uh, if you could open them to uh, Matthew chapter 2. Matthew's the first book of the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, written by a disciple, uh, obviously, who loves Jesus um, and followed him. And I lo- uh, we're going to, if you need a, a, a title for the message today, it's You're Going the Wrong Way. Um, and it comes from this. I love that you love your I title. I love my title sometimes. It's very cute. They're silly sometimes. <laughs> it's very but cute. But it comes from this movie. It comes from a classic a movie. Classic. A classic Christmas movie, by the way. Wait, uh, that's Christmas. Totally Christmas. I didn't time. realize that. Sure. Oh. Uh, no, it is actually. It is. It is. <laughs> Planes, trains, and automobiles. And somebody is saying, Amen. Awesome movie. John Candy, uh, uh, Steve Martin. The, and they're in, in one of the scenes. They're driving, babe. They're driving. They're, they're trying to get home, right? And it's just it's it's a a mess. <laughs> it's like and traveling during it, a pandemic. If you watch this show, it's like if you watch this movie, it's your life in 2020. You're trying to get somewhere <laughs> and you can't. It's just like everything happens horrible. They're driving a car and they're driving down a, a, the wrong way on a one way street. Mm-hmm. They don't know it, right? Mm-hmm. But every there's there's cars around them that are yelling, "You're going the wrong way! You're going the wrong way!" And of course. You know, Martin looks at Candy and goes, how do they know which way we're going? Mm-hmm. And and it's just one of those things where you just go, absolutely. And <laughs> what I love about this is that, you know, where we are right now, we may not have uh, come the wrong way. Mm-hmm. We may not, uh, right. may, it may not be all wrong the way that yeah. we're going. But I, I, I believe, guys, there's a loud voice from God that's saying, 
uh, for 2020, if you keep going in the direction you're going, mm. you're going the wrong way. You may have been going the right way. Yeah, you may have been going the right way. The, so, next, the correct. next turn is going to need to be a different it, way. It needs to be a yeah. different way. And, 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 and why, why, we're, why we're going to look at Matthew 2 is because we see this same thing in the life of the, of the um, wise men who yeah. come. And, you know, you don't even have ever really have to have been to church to probably know this story that uh, wise men from the East, uh, uh, astrologers came um, following a star to seek out Jesus. They go to Herod, they go to the palace, thinking they're going to find him there. They don't. They follow the star to the manger. They see him. They worship him. They give him the gifts. And then there's something that's so easily uh, overlooked. There's a verse that says, and being warned in a dream, God told them to go mm-hmm. home a different route than they come. Mm-hmm. And I need to tell you something, guys. That verse jumped out at me this week. And I told Dee, I was like, this, I believe without a shadow of a doubt, this is a verse for 2021 for us as a church, uh, for us as people, not just as an organization or an institution or a body, but us as individuals, that it doesn't really matter how you came to the manger. There's a different way that we need to leave. It doesn't matter how we came to Jesus. There's a different way. We may have come with excitement, but we need to leave have, having an encounter, right? They, they, they came, uh, uh, they came by, by the way of a theory, but they left with a testimony. There, there, there's something that needs, we need to leave a different way. And so if we could just read this text together, and then we're going to, Dee and I are just going to talk about it for a little bit, because I believe, church, uh, that there's a different way. There's a different way. Um, after listening to the king, verse 9, they went on their way, and behold, the star which they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. So they're following a star. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child uh, with Mary, his mother. They fell down and worshipped him, which is the prop- proper, appropriate response when we come to in contact with Jesus. Then opening their gifts, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. We talked about this last week at Offering, about how it actually changed his present uh, his spiritual positioning and his future position as well. And being, this is where we're going, and being warned in a dream, having a Holy Spirit God encounter in a dream. The dream warned them not to return to Herod. They departed to their own country by another way. I'm a firm believer, D, that this, by another way, mm-hmm. a different route home, a different route forward, is what God's saying. When we start talking about that, what was some of the, what, you know, what, what was some of the things that jumped out at you? Well, the first thing is that um, when you were talking about, you know, what what brought these wise men to Jesus mm. was not wrong, right? Because they're they're correct. God they're, doesn't condemn them, by the way. Yeah, for, their calculations, whatever correct. it yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that information was beneficial. Right. Um, the the problem was is that there was a bigger uh, threat than even their intelligence um, and their learnedness could get them out right. of, which was this hunt that Herod was on yes. for Jesus. And so the first thing that we realize is that they must have been planning on going back the same way. The same way. Correct. Otherwise, no need for the warning what, to what, not go back the well, same way. Well, why change? Because what they had done had brought them to Jesus. Had brought them, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's so... Um, Oh, it's tricky to us when we're like, well, that worked for me before. Correct. So if people are like, oh, you don't have any, you, you do the same thing, just, you, you, you do the same things you've always done? Yeah. Well, just because I, what I did brought me to Jesus doesn't mean right. what God wants me to do is go back to doing the same right. things. Right. And so I think that that's the first thing, because sometimes we get defensive. 
over um well if 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 we feel like cue the uh, cue the sirens, <laughs> cue the sirens. it wouldn't be a Sunday without no, a siren. Or, or motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> um but we we think that uh we have to defend sometimes yeah. uh our our approach and god and god didn't take issue with what Correct. got them there Correct. but he did have a, an awareness of a greater plan and so it caused even these great intelligent men to to shift and um, one of the things that I said to you was that it's important that we not try to make these shifts from a place of avoidance. That I just correct, want to avoid correct, correct. what evil could befall me. Correct. You know, um, we have to become people who want to make that shift because we want to be submitted to the Spirit of God. Yes, and, and we don't. It's not avoidance; it's submission. Because those two things are not mutually exclusive, by the way, are they? No, because just because you are submitted does not mean that you're going to avoid evil it's the truth and it's the reality of right now you know we're not dealing with a pandemic we're not dealing with uh a, an uprising in our democracy we're right. not dealing with a cultural implosion we're not dealing with we are dealing with evil yes we are seeing evil come to fruition yes. in physical form as it always has sin increases as it always will yes. until jesus comes back so for us to think well if then if i do the right thing i'm going to avoid that evil is fruitless because evil evil exists but what we have to then set our spirit on is walking in obedience because there is such a peace that comes when we know that we are walking according to Correct. his not just his will but his word to us because we can you know it's one thing to live your life according to the Bible but a lot of people do that and don't live their lives according to God meaning they don't live their they're living according to a rule yeah Pharisees li were living according to their, their their law their understanding right. of the of the Bible at that right. time yes, but not correct. a not a life of intimacy with God, God yes. speaking yep. and and explaining things for you and unfolding things with you so this this when we're talking about today it would have been really easy for us to say um, we're talking about they received a word from God and and it it kind of changed how they chartered their next steps right. it would be easy for us to give a word to the church. But we truly felt compelled that this was something for us to give to you to ponder. And that that word that God is going to give you for this next portion of your life, it's going to be different than the next person's word. You might be sitting next to Correct. someone, right? You might be having like a listening party. And that person, the word that they get from God, may be completely different than the word that you get from God. And that's how he functions. Not because he's contradicting himself, but because he's intimate with us. Yes. So... He knows what, what he has assigned to your life in 2021. So he wants to give your life a particular focus that might be different from mine Correct. or different from Kyle's. And if your whole goal is to avoid pain, it's not gonna happen. to avoid sin, to avoid evil, that's not going to happen. But there is a particular buffer that God puts inside of us when we can say that we know that we're walking not just according to his um, mandated word, yeah. but according to his life-given word in a moment. Um, can yeah, I, I mean, yeah, and, and go ahead with yeah. this, but no, look, let's be honest, Noah uh, obeyed God's word and was saved from the flood, mm -hmm. but he still went through a lot of pain. He lost mm -hmm. everybody he knew, yeah. that, right? The, the, the landscape was different. He yeah. walked back into a world he didn't recognize. 
Um, he still had to take care of animals for yeah. you know forever. He he still had to put the ark together and get blisters and carry the tar and all mm-hmm. those things. So, so you're right, Dee. I mean, yeah. there, there there still is like yes. Ultimately, there's a buffer that the the obedience builds around our life, but it, that buffer. Not a bridge over pain. Right. It, it it is an arc. <laughs> that, it's an arc that carries us through the flood. It's a really mm-hmm. good illustration. Yeah. I think of the way that it works. There are there's going to be flood, whether that's um, things that God brings, things that evil brings, things yeah. that, uh, you know, the world brings, relationships bring. Uh, but when we actually can obey the word of God, uh, there, there may be pain that we mm-hmm. go through, but there's actually salvation that there's, yeah. there's a buffer yeah. that brings us through it yeah. and for, and for our good yeah. and for our good. And just to talk in real time here, <laughs> but you know, be, just because we took time at the front yeah. of service this may end up being something that we yeah, talk share about next in week. two parts yeah. um just because i think i just have a sense that we shouldn't uh, rush through mm. what god was kind of putting in front of us yeah, agreed. um i think it's just important for the church so you know there's there um uh, there are people that are used to going into a new year and what we're not talking about today is resolutions I, like new year's resolutions i actually am a resolution person because i like goals <laughs> so i have i'm very so, organized all last night calendars are out things are moving but i i just i i i cuz i can gauge yeah i can gauge goals are good. change and great gauge growth and it's always i have like you know body mind soul spirit like i have all different categories and i so i'm that gal so i am all for all of that but actually that's not what we're talking about yeah, today correct. because we, yep. um i think that a lot of times some people are like okay what's my word going to be for this year yes right? correct and a lot of times that word is based on something that we want to recover like something our life the previous lost. year lost or didn't gain and so we base it on what we want to recover. Correct. Whereas God might have a word that he wants to put in front of us because there are certain things he wants us to discover, right? Yes. Um, and they might entail some of what we as people want to recover, and, uh, and it might just look different. I want to make sure we say that again because I, I actually think this was so... You said that yesterday to me, and I was like... I, I wrote it down, highlighted it, underlined it. I, I want us to gra- wrestle with that if we can, church, that, the, that there are things when we make decisions for our... Re- uh, uh, our New Year's resolutions, they're usually based on things we want to recover. But when God brings a word for our life, it's usually based on something he wants us to discover. And I think the, a lot of times we are much more interested in getting back something that we lost yeah. than getting into something that we don't know yet. Yeah, because our gauge, our gauge is set up to... Um, be very attuned to the absence of something in our life, Correct. which is why we're drawn to adding that specific thing back so that the subtraction that we have felt has an addition to it. Correct. But when there's something unknown, we're not aware that we're missing that. So right, I'm fine right, with right, that. Right, right, so right. when God wants us to discover something, you're like, oh, wow, that's great. But if you're so attuned to what you've been missing, it can sometimes feel like a greater... Uh, accomplishment if I to get add back, yeah, back yeah, right, yeah, what 100%. was subtracted. So you also know what you th- there's a reason you want it back because it adds something to you. That's right. It it, it creates happiness right. or a sense yeah. of joy or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. and it might be a part of what yeah. God wants you to discover, discover. But it's about who is speaking that into Correct. your your awareness for your your plan for your life that year or that season even, and um, so. 
Okay, so I'm trying to switch. Sometimes you were you're aware that you're gonna say something that could. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. But so when. I'm trying to pull myself. Okay, so I don't know what she's gonna say. So. I, 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 when, when we want to talk about something, sometimes we do some research. And how is how is the Christian world telling people how to hear oh, yeah. from God? Yeah. So because this is what we need. Let, let, let me let's just caveat yeah. this for a minute. Because what Dee's saying is we don't need. We're not just talking about re, uh, resolutions. Make those. They're great. We're talking yeah. about words from God. That bring direction for our life, right? Because in what this pandemic has showed us is that we have been, um, we, we there there have been a lot of things that have uh, excited us, mm-hmm. a lot of things that have filled us up, a lot of things that have right. uh, distracted us, um, and a lot of things that actually have taken direction from us, but not very many things that actually uh, uh, th- that directed us, but not many things that actually gave direction for to us for our life. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of things that uh, have directed us. Our souls have directed mm-hmm. us. Our needs for uh, to feel accepted yes. has directed us. Our fear has directed us. So many things has di- have directed us. We're not talking about things that direct us. We're talking about getting a direction right. for us. Right. And in order to do that, we really need to hear from God. Mm-hmm. Um, and... That's what Dee's yeah. going to talk about because getting the word from God is essential. And let me just say this as well before she even hops back in, is that, and we've said this a hundred times, God's word to you will never be, uh, will never contradict yes. God's word that he already spoke over you. Yes. So there's the word of God that he's presented to us and he'll never speak a word to us that's counter to that. Amen. But what Danielle was saying is that there are, there are things that God needs, even in our marriage, even though we're one, and, and God has a word for us as a couple to move forward, mm-hmm. but there are things that God wants Kyle to discover because there's things that are lacking in Kyle. Just like there are th- there's words that he, for there's things in Danielle he wants her to discover. Right. So even though uh, so he's not telling us to do things contradictory to one another that's right. or contradictory to his word, word. But they're just, they may just be different yeah. um, because of what God wants us to discover. Yeah. So how do we discover the Word? <laughs> because that's where you're going with this. Yes, and exactly. Be, yes, go ahead. So a lot of times what we'll do is we'll say, okay, so it's, it's important for us to know what is out there telling people how do you hear from the Word? Yeah. How do you hear a Word from God? How do you hear His voice? How do you hear His voice? And I'm always very intrigued by what you can find on that wide world web <laughs> out there <laughs> because sometimes it's beautiful. Some of the things that I found were truly beautiful. They, they were written in ways and they were transcribed even from sermons in ways that feels very approachable. Someone uh, conveys the heartbeat of God really well. Um, one of the most discouraging things to me was the, the, the very top article that I read um, was very, very from a very well known from a very, very well known mm-hmm. um, scholar on the topic. Yeah. I would say uh, was extremely grievous to me because I got done reading it and I thought to myself a couple of things. Number one, if I wasn't someone who has walked with God yeah. for a very, very long time, I would I would just 
be so discouraged I would walk away from ever feeling like God would ever want to speak to me. Right. Um, and I also, but I, the thing that I wanted to bring to the surface today for us is our motive as to why. Because um, when I read the article, and which was a part of a much larger, um, a much larger writing, um, I was... I was so scared that I was going to do certain things wrong well, yeah. that that would disqualify me from hearing his voice. And that's yeah. like me, me right now. I'm right. thinking, oh my goodness, did I do that? Did I prove? Yeah, did I correct, prove correct, that correct, I was going to take correct. this seriously? Am I seeking him earnestly enough? Because yeah. that was the thing. It was like, he's just not going to mm -hmm. talk to you. He doesn't just chatter. Um, that, that biblical record shows that he doesn't just talk. Um, and that you have to prove that you're very serious. That was l yeah. literally what the thing. And I'm like, well, I'm, I think I'm serious. I think, yeah. you know, but you start, to, you start to question. And and the thing in the article that I wanted to bring up today is something that I hear often. And I just want to put the word up against it because it can, it can muddle why we want to even hear from God or why we don't think we will hear from God. And the article was saying that, like, God's number one goal in this life is for him to be known by us, like for us to desire to know him, to know him, to know him, to know him, to know him. And then it listed all of the things that you have to do to know him. correctly to get have a shot at him letting you know him. And when I thought about the word and like, what is what did God say to us about, like, love the Lord your yeah, God yeah, yeah, with yeah, all yeah. your heart, myself, yeah. love your neighbor yeah. as yourself, you know, love one another, love one another, love one another. It, it brought that whole question thing into question because I understand what the point was that God does want to be known, but God wants to be loved in return. Correct. He has loved us and then he and thus given us the ability to love him back. Yes. And when you love someone, you want to know them. Yes, correct. And in, in this world of religion, we are we act as if love is so inconsequential. It's so unnecessary. Just know God, meaning study yep. Him, study the Bible, yep. study what He says is right, study what He says is wrong, and then you'll know, and then you'll prove yourself good enough that you might have a shot at Him maybe speaking to you once in your life. Yep. That's what it sounds like. Let me just say this really quick because I want to hear the rest of this, but I, I just want to say this. when When our goal is to know Him, it's easy to fall into knowing about him. Yes. But when your goal is to love someone, yes, you will always fall yes. into knowing someone. Yes. That's so really that that's and I, I fall into that. You know, I fall into no, you know I, I'm intellectual. I'm mm -hmm. I, I love I love yeah. to figure things out. Mm -hmm. um, and so when I when the, I, I figure yeah the more I know, but right. I got to know and and it does come and like like you you and I said before the word of God is his is his journal. Yes. It's not his rule book. It's his journal. In it, there are rules yeah. because that's who he right. is. It's his heartbeat for us to keep us from things that are going to damage us because he loves us, not to keep things from us because uh, to, he wants to see our obedience. Mm -hmm. um, but I, that's the one thing I just wanted to say. I think sometimes mm -hmm. our, when our goal is, but I got to get to know him. It's so easy to fall into no knowing yeah. about it but if my goal is always to love him yes i will always fall into knowing him and it helps me to remind myself always that i'm loving him back yes which means i'm not trying to birth something yes. i'm responding excuse me to something that he's already placed inside of me toward me so it gives me even a greater stirring to love him back and when you love someone you want to know what they sound like you want to know what they think you want yeah. to know how they feel 
And so for everyone who's asking, okay, well, um, my, my hope is that you feel encouraged today to say that God is not withholding his voice. Yeah, correct. He doesn't want you to have to dig. It's not some treasure that he hid somewhere that he doesn't want you to ever hear his voice and you have to prove to him. He, yes, he wants to be known, but he ultimately wants to be loved back. So he wants to show himself. Correct. He wants to show himself faithful because he is faithful. So when you're thinking about, well, how do I hear the voice of God? How do I get a word for myself for this year? How do I, how do I, how do I? Try this week, just this week, to replace the word how with why. Wait, why do I want a word? Yes. Wait, because it shifts the approach because then you're then you're not that church centric person yeah. who's thinking I want a word I want to know something about my future yes. I want to know where I'm going I want to and you're like wait why do I want that because I want to know his heart a little bit more I want to know what his voice sounds like yes. I want to be able to decipher his voice from my voice or his voice from another voice and I want to be up close and personal to him and I want my life to bring him joy and I just happen to know that when my life brings him joy, I will know his joy because that's just the goodness of God. He shares himself with us. So I just want to, you know, it, sometimes church, you have to remember, it doesn't matter who says it. It doesn't matter if I say it, Kyle says it, somebody very well known in the biblical world says it. You do have to put it up against the word. So even something as, and I know I'm going to make this final point and then hand it over to you, but even when you hear things like when God wants to be yeah. known, it's true, but it's not ultimately true. And the reason things like that matter so much is because we end up building an entire theology based on something that's false because it's only partially true. He, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Yeah. He didn't know them that they were so bad that he had to yep. do it. He loved them. Yep. And because he loved us, Ooh. he gave to us. And that can be our motive. Why do so I want to hear? Why do I want to hear a word? the word that he has towards me because I know that that's communion with him that's intimacy with him and and that's how I know that I'll be pleasing to him and there's so much peace in knowing that and I, and I won't need the whole plan that right, maybe right, my right, 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 but that I just, the tone church be released today of the tone that you may have walked in with trepidation when you hear oh my gosh how do I hear from God who who do you want to hear from? You want to hear from the one who loves you back, yes. that loves you. Yeah, and, and the, I think I think that will, and we were talking about this earlier, but I think it, it frees us <laughs> from the stress of yes. um, living a life where where we're trying to where we're trying to calculate everything. Yes. So you and I were talking about how the the, the wise men they got there. They, they made every decision out of calculation, right? Mm-hmm. They, they calculated the stars and the planets were in alignment and the calendars. And, and like we said, God doesn't condemn, didn't condemn them for how they got there. Yeah. Um, but they, they were making every decision out of calculation. Mm-hmm. And how stressful that really must be at mm-hmm. times, right? Did I get the calculation right? Did I do the math right? Was the alignment right? Um, and and I, think, I think as we do that, same thing especially in 2020, we have started to make so many more. It's maybe not more. Maybe it's just become more clear. Mm. It's become more mm. prevalent that so many of our decisions aren't based out of faith. They're based out of calculation. We calculate, should I wear a mask or should I not wear a mask? 
Is it good to go? Can I go into this store or should I not go into this store, right? Mm -hmm. um, if I post this, come on, mm -hmm. how many followers am I going to lose? So mm -hmm. is it worth posting it or not? Mm -hmm. um, if I compromise just a little bit, like my boss is asking me, I'll close the deal. But if I don't mm -hmm. close the deal, what's going to happen? Uh, you know, we, we, we begin to calculate things like, is it worth my time? Um, we, we calculate this, which I've heard so many times. I know I need to be discipled, but I really don't like Zoom meetings. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, but everything's a calculation, mm -hmm. and we're basing we're we're basing our life so stressful out of calculations. Here, and here's the catch. Here's the catch. Here's the catch. Here's the funny thing about this, is that um, uh, your calculations always work. Mm, right. They yeah. always work. Yeah. You can sometimes for your good, and sometimes for your bad. Right. But that that that's what we have to recognize is that just because they, I'm sure not all of their calculations as mm -hmm. before worked. Yeah. But this one did work. And so sometimes we justify why we do what we do off of the successes and not the losses. It keeps us in control. Correct. It keeps us in this control. And that's why Proverbs 16, 9 says, A man's heart, listen, a man's heart plants his ways, mm -hmm. but the Lord establishes. The Lord establishes, directs his, yeah. his, his path. That there is a way God has. And that's why we need a word from God. So we can set ourselves free from this burden, this stress, mm -hmm. this hit or miss of living our life based out of calculation, what would 2021 be if we simply lived off the word and faith? Now, for old timers, I'm not saying word and faith. I'm saying the word, <laughs> the word and faith. Putting faith in the word and actually making it worth. Faith is not belief. Faith is belief, trust, and then obedience of the word. The word goes forward and doesn't come back void. The word has power. The word is a double-edged sword. The word, uh, the Bible says, the word is the is God breathed. It contains the presence and breath, the will of God. And so, if we will simply, what, how different would our life be this year if we just said, you know what, I don't need to figure it out. I don't need to calculate whether or not the word says this, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put it into action. It may be difficult, but I'm going to put it into action. Do you, I mean, even, even, let me just say this, even for people who've been around the block like you and I have for, for a while, I wonder if the, the, the other direction that God wants us to go isn't that we haven't lived in faith because Romans 1.17 says the, the righteous shall live by faith, right? Mm -hmm. Faith becomes this platform. And we it's so easy for us to say, well, I live, I, I've lived in faith for the last 30 years. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if maybe the, the next road isn't just living in faith, but living at another level of faith. Living at another level of faith. Yeah. Because, because I think a lot of us, especially who've been around church for a long time, we have lived in the in faith that Jesus is our Savior and Lord, but we have become comfortable at a certain level of faith, a certain road that brought us to this moment. And God is trying to take us to another road, another level. And in my experience, people have been much more uh, quick to change their beliefs than to ever change their level of faith. It's also voluntary faith. because Correct. Um, a lot of people could say right now, right, like we, uh, hello, I'm in the middle of living at a whole nother level of yes. faith right now. Yes. But did I voluntarily place myself in the middle of a pandemic where the tomorrow is unknown and everything about tomorrow is unknown? Correct. Did I voluntarily step up to live at this level of faith? Faith. Or am I calling it faith and it's really just like, 
Well, I can't control it. If I could control it, I would probably step in and need less faith. Correct, correct, correct. But I'm. But this is a new level of faith, and that's the thing. It's proactively choosing to live at an at a level of faith that I wouldn't comfortably choose if if I felt like I um where I'm most comfortable maintaining control. hundred percent. You know what I mean? It's yes, like, okay, 100%. Well, yeah, of course. We talk about living at a next level of faith. Usually it's qualified with what I can still keep my hand, what controllers I can Thus still keep my hand calculated. On. Correct. But we, 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 we still do a great job of still finding a way to call it faith. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's not. 100%. It's not. I, and, and I think that's the challenge, I think, even for me, because I think that there's, you know, I'll say that I trust God and uh, the church is God's and uh, the body of Christ is God's. It's not my church. It's his church. Right. And yet, you know, I still stress. Sure. And, and I, don't get me wrong. I still think that there is wisdom that God gives us. I still believe that there we still have to put our hand to the plow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Bible, Jesus says anyone who puts his hand to the plow and turns mm-hmm. back isn't worthy of the kingdom. Um, I, I, but I, I think that the challenge is what we talked about before I'm not here to help God <laughs> make sure he gets this right. Mm-hmm. I'm here to make sure that my life and everything that I'm doing in 2021 is exactly yielded in love, not just in obedience, but yielded in love and, and, and helps me to love mm-hmm. him even more. I, I, I came across a verse in the message Bible the other day. Um, and, and it just jumped out at me, and, and it's 2 Timothy 4.3, and it says, You're going to find that there will be times when people turn their backs on truth and chase mirages. They chase mirages. And I was like, man, I've been in the desert. Um, I know it's so easy to see a mirage when it becomes so hot and you mm. become so thirsty and your desire becomes so strong. Um, and for so many people in those situations in real life they look real there'll be people who actually yes. when they're caught in that go and yes. drink sand because yes. they believe it is mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and i i hope that my i hope today as we close this we're going to do part two next week cause there's so much more i think we want to talk about yeah, just how they interacted and what they were how got what god kept them from and i believe what he's going to keep us from and why he's doing this mm-hmm. can i just say this he is doing this firmly out of this one thing because he loves you he did not tell them to go a different way because he was mad at them because he was condemning them he literally loved them so much he knew what the path that they would have taken where it would have led them and he was Mm. so passionate for them so compassionate over them that he literally showed up in their dreams gave them a word and I believe church that there's a word for you as in the next couple of weeks, whether it's in your dreams, whether it's when you're still with God, whether it's when you're reading the word like this just did for me and popped right out. And you know, you know that, you yeah. know, this is a word right now is it in season. We call it going old school. We call it the rhema word of God in season word. I believe that for you right now. And I believe maybe for people that are watching, for some who are watching that the, the in season word for you right now is that God so loved you that he gave his only son, Jesus, that who would ever believe in him, give their lives to him, believe what he did on the cross, give their life to him, would not perish but have everlasting life. He loves you enough that he gave his son so that you don't have to give anything but your yes to him. And in so doing, it'll change your life. If that's how you want to end your 2020 and start your 2021, 
I want to pray with you. We want to pray with you right now. Because the Word of God says, if you confess Him with your mouth and believe in your heart that what He did on the cross is enough, today you'll be saved. Come on, let's pray this. Maybe this is your first time, or maybe this is uh, just you coming to this place in 2020 where you're saying, man, I've run my own race long enough. I've been a prodigal child long enough. It's time for me to come home. Right here, right now, no matter where you are, our God will meet you right where you are. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus here, I am today. here I am today. I've come to give you my whole life. I've come to give you my whole life. All that I am. All that I, am. All that I have. All that I have. And all that I ever will be. All that I ever will. I willingly give to you now. I willingly give to I'm you. Asking you Jesus I'm asking you, Jesus, to be the Lord and Savior of my life. To be the Lord and Savior of my life. Fill me completely. Fill me completely. Forgive me wholly. Forgive me wholly. Let me love you with everything I've got. Let me love you with everything I've got. I choose now to live for you. I choose now to live for you. And you alone. And you alone. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen, amen. and amen and amen and amen. Yeah. And the Bible says, angels are singing. Yeah, they are. I thought, you were gonna, I thought you were cueing me to sing. I was like, I can't oh. sing like an angel. <laughs> That's how you just like, oh. <laughs> No, we're proud of you, man. We're excited. Yeah. We want to hear your story. Do you tell them? We are. We, yeah, tell them about the and book. And this is a book called The Surprise of Your Life. It was it was written by one of our pastors uh, at Connect. And if that is a prayer that you just prayed for the first time and you want to know a little bit more about the decision that you made and what life can look like, we talked all today about how life can look differently and God yeah. breathed versus us breathed. And you want to understand that in a very like understandable way. We'd love to send you this free book. You can send your name and your mailing address uh, to the link provided, and we will get that out to you this week. Absolutely, it really helps, guys. I, I love it. I've read it uh, multiple times, yeah. and uh, it's just it's it's an easy read, and it helps you understand because we, mm -hmm. especially in the Northeast, if you're from the Northeast, or maybe you're uh, you know from a family that was very maybe had some religious background. It helps us understand that this gift of grace cannot be earned. And, uh, and if, if, if you would answer this question, uh, when you get to heaven and our God would say to you, why should I let you in? And you would say, well, I've tried to be a good person. I've tried to do it right. I didn't kill anybody. Um, if you've answered anything other than it was Jesus, Jesus's blood, this book will help you. It will really free yeah. you. It really will. It's free. Yeah. And that's what Christ came to do, to set us free. Well, guys, look, we want to continue just uh, as we get ready to close, but we want to, we want to end the year strong in our, in our worship of giving. Um, you know, for tax purposes, this is the last yeah. Sunday uh, that goes before taxes. And I don't know about you, but that's always a blessing. I love how God has arranged that so that we can take advantage of that. But it's not for taxes. This is right. to bless God. Dee talked about it. You talked about it already. How do we love him? And we show that we love them. Yeah. Part of the way that we show that we love them is in giving. Um, giving of our time, our talents, our testimony, our tithe, um, our treasures. Just kind of the, the, that who we are, giving it away. There's the story that I love that, that um, hopped out at me the other day again in Luke 5. Where I, I just I'm, I love this. Where um, the, the friend is paralyzed mm -hmm. and the, 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 the four friends... They can't oh, get yeah, in, yeah, right? Yeah. In Luke 5, 19, they can't get into the house where Jesus is. Mm -hmm. um, and so they take them up to the roof, <laughs> yep. right? They dig a hole in the roof, which I don't know about you, but if dudes are digging a hole in my roof, come on. Shout out to the home uh, the homeowner who did not complain, right? This is awesome. <laughs> um, and they lower them down. And Jesus said, uh, I see your faith. Mm -hmm. 
He saw their faith. They, 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 it was hard. 2020 has been hard. There's been things that should be dancing, um, mm-hmm. should be living, should be running that are paralyzed, that haven't been able to produce uh, what they've been designed to produce in your life. There are things close to you that you wish could change or should be changed by the power of God. I, his heartbeat is always towards that. Mm. What I love is that those friends did not allow the obstacles that were placed in front of them to keep them from giving and from positioning that in the hands of Jesus and then letting Jesus do whatever Jesus right. would do. Right. They, didn't, they didn't know that he'd heal them. They definitely didn't know that he they forgive that mm-hmm. he'd forgive their sins. Yeah. They were just hoping Jesus would do something. Mm-hmm. I know this that every dollar, every penny that you give, ab- absolutely that you put in God's hands in this house. I don't know how He does it, but He multiplies it, and it goes to change people's lives. Mm-hmm. It restores. It helps. It helps people receive forgiveness, restoration, mm-hmm. food, clothing, toys. So thankful for all that you've given. Guys, you can go to Linktree, uh, the app right there, and just give right now. I really want to encourage you. Let's finish this this year strong. Let's continue to worship God. Let's give God something uh, that he can, that even in the hard time, he can multiply, change, and use to bless other people in our community and our world. Amen. And so next for, for next week, we want to remind you that we're going to be doing communion. communion. So go ahead and get uh, something. You raise your Starbucks. I was about to say Starbucks. <laughs> go, make sure that you bring something for you. And if you're watching with your family, that everybody can uh, partake in a little yeah. cracker, Cheerio, if that's what you have. Yeah, whatever you got. Something. And um, I always love when we Good do Italian food. bread. Communion. Break it. It. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm thinking over crumbs, but sure. <laughs> All over. I see that happening next but week. See, I'm the, fine. I'm fine. It's the fine. death was messy. <laughs> no, no, it was not clean. Oh, stop. <laughs> we have these talks all the time because I'm so, I, yeah. <laughs> old school. I'm so old school. I love it. All right. Just let's say yeah. goodbye. <laughs> no, like, let me just say this first. Uh, no chat room this week. Yeah. Uh, obviously, no shoulder to shoulder, no forged. Um, they'll, they'll restart after the new year. Yeah. But let me just say, if you've never been in any of those things, Mm. And this may be another, the other road. Um, this may be another road. This may be the time uh, because the word of God for every person who's on here, for every person, mm. is uh, to be a disciple of Jesus. That's right. That's uh, right. To be a disciple. And, um, and, and we cannot just be uh, in, uh, like these guys, have an, an encounter with Jesus. We have to move from being an encounter to being a disciple. Mm. And when we obey his word like they do, they move from having an encounter with Jesus to becoming a follower and a disciple of Jesus. So I really want to encourage you. Um, you know, even now, you can go, you can sign up uh, for those things on Linktree. Um, and maybe you can even catch up some on the, the back stuff. But make a decision in your, in your heart and in your home. Hey, dads, I want to speak to men for, one, for 20 seconds. Hey, dads. In 2021, make a decision in your heart and in your home. As for me and my house, as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. I don't need to make a calculation. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I love you guys. Have a phenomenal new year. Yes. We are we are believing and praying with you and over you. And uh, yes. 
Yeah. So happy, 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 happy new, happy year. new year. New, 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 <laughs> new year. And Eagles stomp the stinking Cowboys <laughs> today. Please, hallelujah. Yes, have a great afternoon.